Hey everybody, welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm Bo Nellis. This is episode 33, Fun Time Salad Talk. It is early Thursday morning, and I'm kind of in a mood. I woke up really anxious and crying today, and it's been kind of hard for me to get back on a good track. So I'm actually really happy that I didn't record this yesterday because it was so busy upstairs. Uh, My neighbor moved out, elephant neighbor's gone, and three grown men in her place didn't make as much noise upstairs until they busted out the saws and hammers and things like that. But uh, ciao for now, elephant neighbor. You got my number. I'm sure I'll hear from you sometime. And, um, uh, but yeah, so just, just having this to do today, being in a shitty mood helps a lot. (sighs) Like I said, no matter how much weed you have, it can't change things that are going on in your life right now. And I've just got some bullshit going on in my life that I can't seem to fix. And unfortunately... It also is is connected to something that I respect tremendously, and I'm just having a uh, a crisis of faith and uh, understanding <laughs> and feeling totally powerless about it right now. And despite the fact that no matter how much weed you put into your life, it's not going to change the situations, I've decided nevertheless to surround myself with an arsenal while we do this, this little shindig. I got my pipe packed, I've got my vaporizer packed, I've got my bong packed. (sighs) Let's do it. Stoner moments, shall we? All right, let's go for it. Last week was about pot and pregnancy. And one of the things that I forgot to mention was that cannabinoids are found in breast milk. That was one of the places that they found them initially, and we've known that they've existed for a long time. Not only are the female reproductive organs totally filled with cannabinoid receptors, but they're actually found in the breast milk given from the mother to the baby. Those are the endocannabinoids. So, you know, it's not quite the same thing as weed, but that is an aspect that I think calms a lot of mothers down and uh, and could be a really interesting direction for maybe women who are having problems lactating. That's just a guess. I have no real research to substantiate that. But it's another really interesting tidbit that connects cannabis to women's health and women's health rights. Uh, One other thing that I wanted to say was I mentioned the new man in my life, my new bong, Heisenberg, and I didn't mention that Heisenberg was named after Breaking Bad. If you aren't familiar with it, if you are familiar with it, you probably just knew that already. If you aren't familiar with it, I did not name it after the Nazi guy. I named it after the Breaking Bad character who lifted the name from the Nazi guy. I, um... Damn it, truth be told, I didn't even name it. It came to me with that name. He's super cool, though. He's made out of a little beaker, and he came with this little black crystal bowl. I mean, come on. Sciency and crystal, it could ugh. It's a tribute to Breaking Bad, so I hope you got that. It's super badass, and I still have pictures I need to get up on the Instagram if you want to check it out. 
But I did have my friend who's a glass blower, Johnny Cush805 on the Instagrams, come over and check him out. And he was super impressed with them too. So he knew it's legit. He verified it's a Frankenbong, which made me really happy. Yeah. All right. I keep smoking a bunch of weed too while I'm doing this. I'm probably going to be smoking a lot of weed throughout. I don't know how much I'll keep in and how much I'll edit out. I smoked a lot of dabs before I started this, and I took some of the Chibachu CBD uh, to help even me out and uh, hopefully help perk me up a little bit, keep me back to regulated. We'll see if it works. I feel a little better. I do feel better, and I know that I'm absolutely over-medicating. Don't take all of my smoking as an example of what to do if you're trying to learn how to medicate against depression because uh, I'm pushing it. But I'd rather be stoned than crying and anxious. And I feel pretty stoned right now, and that feels good. In the pipe, I've got a three-way salad mix of the ACDC CBD, a Super Silver Haze, and Jet Fuel OG. And I just kind of put one-third of each into my bowl. And that's giving me kind of a, a cloudiness but not too tired of uh, a fog over my brain. And it's all kind of kept evened out by that CBD. So I don't feel high. I wasn't going for high. I wasn't going for creative racy. I was going for mellowed out, super chill, but not needing a nap. But I could certainly sit and meditate for a while if I wanted to which I probably should, to be honest. I was supposed to make it to yoga today, but that didn't happen. Not my fault. Uh, but, you know, nobody, nobody. It's not worth anything pointing fingers, so whatever. Um, that's what I was taking bong loads of, too, earlier, was the three-way salad in, uh, in the Heisenberg. And then in the vaporizer, I've got that train wreck outdoor because it made me so just up and giggly. And I think I'll probably hit that after being stoned for a little while when I feel a little bit more comfortable. I also knew that I wasn't going to be able to deal with all of these emotions if I didn't eat something, uh, which is a big problem for me in the mornings that I'm trying to fix. Still doing really well on the nutrition thing. I've cracked a couple times. Got myself dessert like twice. Um, but... I'm really, really proud of the good decisions that I'm making. So I'm really, really happy with that. And I had some some applesauce this morning. It wasn't the best breakfast, but it wasn't no breakfast. And hopefully it kickstarts that metabolism and encourages me to have a snack when I finish this podcast. So, yeah, hopefully. What else do I have to talk about? Oh, hey, what's up, Gabe and Abby? Just wanted to give a shout out to you guys. I know I've been meaning to do it for a while. Sup, peeps? You guys are so cute. Oh, oh, and then an important actual stoner moment, something I probably should have put up higher on the list. In uh, the last episode, I was talking about how the research openness that is going to be potentially coming because of the lifting of restrictions and stranglehold by NIDA, 
I, I kept saying descheduling when I was talking about how it would affect the Carers Act, and it's not descheduling; it's rescheduling. I, I kept wishing when I was editing, I'm like, "Fuck, please say rescheduling just once, just fucking once for me, please." No, it never happened. I kept saying descheduling, and that was the wrong word completely. Sheesh. So, sorry about that, guys. Another thing that was probably important, should have gone higher on the list, is I mentioned that there would be parental protection from CPS uh, in the Parker Initiative that will be up for vote in California in November. And I wanted to clarify that it's going to be limited to registered parents who are patients, as far as I understand it, but it's still something and it's it's a really monumental something. So I, I don't want to to underwhelm it by by any means. Um, but she will have to register as a patient. So that's definitely not going to be enough protection for some people. Time for more weed. I'm already feeling better. This is good. Sometimes you just need to turn on a microphone and talk to yourself. You know, I always talk to myself beforehand, usually just in my head. I always had conversations with myself. And then when I started to get into voice acting, I really actually started to talk to myself so that I could really become more comfortable with listening to myself, uh, being in a room by myself and talking to myself because most of my work is done in a booth by myself. And, uh, and that paid off pretty well in the podcast era. But knowing that there are people who are actually listening and could potentially give me feedback, that's really encouraging. Terrifying, but encouraging. By the way, you guys are doing an amazing job. Thank you about getting the word out there. Every month, my numbers are going up. Every week, my numbers are going up. Um, and I'm not working that hard at it. So thanks, you guys. I had a long list of stoner moments, so let's get back to it. Uh, oh, oh, when I went to Colorado, I probably would have bought some shatter if it was lined with parchment paper. And not drop directly into the little plastic containers, which for the most part, it was. Uh, Colorado, ew, ew. You can put crumbles and sugars and and waxes into plastic, but you don't put shatters into plastic. Then you start scraping plastic. Stoners are going to take as much as they can out of that, and they will dig deep into there. You need that lined in parchment paper. Now, I know not every place is doing that because when I was at iBake and I was talking to John, he had some stuff that was in parchment paper, I was pretty sure. Um, but every dispensary I went to did not have their game face on. <sighs> Get it together, Colorado. Oh, uh, what, what else? What else? Oh, 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 apparently it's like retrograde right now. Like everything's retrograde. Probably a good reason why I had this extended stoner moment. Normally when it's just like mercury retrograde, whatever that means, I have no problem with it. 
I have a shitty week like before it grows retrograde and then retrograde comes and everybody else is shitty. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Our astrological cycles clearly aren't synced, but apparently everything's retrograde right now. So it hit me hard. It hit me hard. Broadly horoscope nailed it, man. Can't wait for this month to be over. <sighs> it's so interesting listening back to the podcast sometimes and, and hearing the differences in my voice and my attitude and, and, and trying to reflect back on what I was going through during those times. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and one of the episodes, oh, when I, I think it was the last one, I had taken that chem dog capsule but I didn't take the CBD with it. And so I noticed a pretty clear difference from the time that I took the ChemDog capsule with the CBD and then when I didn't take the CBD and recorded the podcast and how I felt overall. Um, so I just wanted to mention that. Uh, yeah, a little more racy than I wanted to be. Uh, and I think the CBD would have really anchored me better like it did the day before and I just forgot that part of my dosage oh 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 and I just wanted to say one more thing um when I when I knocked on wood did, did that wood sound soft to you yeah right yeah that's because it's my head I, I I know it's unusual but you know what it's pretty hard they tell me so I figured if it's hard as wood good as wood and would I keep around me all the time? You know, it's stuck to my shoulders and my neck. Maybe, maybe it'll be lucky. Who knows? It doesn't like a little head every now and then. It's worked so far. <sighs> that was the last of my stoner moments. Still working on this bowl here. It's got me good. I don't feel so stoned anymore. I think I'm moving into a different section. I'm picking up my game, feeling a little bit more like me. So let's talk about some stoner stuff. One of the things that I wanted to talk about where there isn't a whole lot of information. And so I'm just going to kind of shoot from the hip on a couple subjects. Um, the first one being dreaming. Now, some people find when they use cannabis, they don't dream at all. That's not me. I still dream plenty. I still have pretty lucid dreams. I still have vibrant dreams. I remember them the same as I do any other dream when I wasn't smoking weed. Um, but a lot of people don't. In fact, some people actually rely on weed in order to be able to not dream so that they can get a full sleep. And, and that's one way that anxiety can be reduced through the use of cannabis. If you are someone who can't stay asleep because your dreams are bothering you, then cannabis use might help you reduce that and get a good night's sleep. For people like me who uh, it doesn't really affect, I'm sure it's some sort of hormonal thing that, that doesn't get triggered or I have a bunch of other hormones. So yeah, fuck me. And then I thought that uh, I might have to have another anxiety issue. Uh, speaking about anxiety, but I went and listened back and I was like, nah, nah, actually, those were just more notes for me in the editing, the, the post-production side. So I was stoned. We're totally cool. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have an anxiety to one anytime soon unless you have questions that I could help answer. And then I will absolutely try and get more information about anxiety out to you. 
Uh, let's see here. Oh, oh, so I'm always saying that the Soothing Soos is amazing for hemorrhoids, uh, which it is. It absolutely is. And usually you just, I would get like, you know, if you never had a hemorrhoid before, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. So just take my word for it. If you have, you know what I'm talking about. You get that little tickle and it's that like twinge. And then I would just use the Soothing Soos as a suppository and that would be it. Within like minutes, I was done. No, no, no further action needed. Nothing done. Well, I had a motherfucker the other day. All right. Um, I've been eating a lot better. I don't know, more seeds in my diet. I've had some hormonal things too. So it could be a lot of reasons, but I had a motherfucker that did not go away with one use. And I actually had to, uh, to find a regiment in order to fight it. If I didn't keep up on the Soothing Soos, it would kind of get irritated and come back again. But when I use the Soothing Soos, this is going to sound so gross. Okay, so it was kind of on the outside. So if I use the Soothing Soos, it would help take down the swelling enough that I could actually feel the swelling go down against my finger. Like it was tangible how effective it was. But because it was on the outside, it was really hard to keep the soothing soothes on it all the time, which is why the suppository didn't work as effectively as it would with some other ones. But I created a regiment where I used the suppository every 12 hours. And with that, it really helped reduce the, the swelling of the hemorrhoid enough that it was able to work itself out. And it took a few days. Sure. Okay. No, I think it took more than a few days. I think it took like six days. But that bitch is gone. I am a happy woman, pain-free, and uh, I, I, I am speechless, which is how grateful I am to have had this product in my life and how fucking incredibly upset I am that it has taken this long. It's a really bittersweet feeling. <sighs> Moving on to something else. I know that I posted the article on my Facebook page uh, where the AAA study came out saying that cannabis testing for impaired driving is not a valid way to test for impairment in drivers. I was blown away. This wasn't just some small science company doing their own independent testing. This was AAA coming out strongly against the use of cannabis testing as is implemented in many states currently to test for impairment in drivers, as it would negatively affect those who aren't impaired and put truly impaired drivers back on the streets, which is 100% true. It all comes down to your tolerance. And we really need to take a more practical personal responsibility approach to this and actually have police officers who are trained to deal with this. I was blown away. Uh, their addition of the statistic of Washington's increased fatalities alongside of it, I thought was uncalled for, uh, unneeded, and a false correlation on some studies, though I believe they might have had 
a caveat that the 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 cannabis ingestion could not be attributed to the cause of the the fatality or the accident itself but that might have just been another article that i read too so what the fuck was up with that if you aren't on the facebook if you prefer the blog don't worry i'll throw up links now this is a matter that's of particular concern to me because i have to smoke weed when i drive there's something about being in my personal little bubble, uh, in, in a car that has the potential to speed away and get out that creates this incredible claustrophobia within me when I'm stuck in traffic, surrounded by assholes. And I do really stupid things when I get angry. And when I'm not stoned, I get angry really, really fast now, being stoned or being high is my way of saying medicated, because that's the language the government gave me to use. They're the ones who said that there. The subculture also picked it up, and, and that's what prospered that kind of language. If you don't like it, then just substitute medicated every time you hear it, because it's the same thing. And as someone who regularly uses this medicine... I need to be able to both drive and go to work and do the things that make living worthwhile. But I'm not impaired in my driving. I am impaired when I drive angrily and I'm tailgating you and brake checking you and using the goddamn fucking, what's that shit called? Parts of the road that aren't even goddamn lanes to fucking be able to throw you the finger in a way that you can't ignore it. I don't tend to do those things if I've been medicated. So you want me to be medicated on the road. And we need to be compassionate when we create these kinds of laws. And I applaud AAA for being a vocal advocate for reasonable enforcement of that that personal responsibility that comes with any medicine. And uh, it's been proven time and time again that cannabis does not act in the same way that alcohol does. And we cannot treat it the same way, whether that be with a legal definition or in a retail fashion, as far as I'm concerned, they are different beings entirely. And, uh, and cannabis will rise above the stigma of alcohol, I feel I feel 100% about that. Mm-hmm. 100. 100%. <sighs> well, I'm almost out of discussion points. Can't think of anything else. I guess I should keep it a little shorter so it doesn't take so long to edit. And then I could get it posted for you a little faster. Um... But before we go, I just want to kind of brag and say, Bad Kitty Smiles is my friend on Facebook. Bad Kitty Smiles is my friend. Bad Kitty Smiles is my friend. Bad Kitty Smiles is my friend on Facebook. Thank you so much to Herman Quinn for uh, reaching out to me and, and hooking that up. It was a really awesome day when my hero becomes my friend on Facebook. Yeah. Thanks, guys.
uh, yeah, I'm going to leave it on that happy note. That was, that was a really good happy note. I don't have a safety this time. I know I was stoned the other day and thought of a really great safety and I didn't write it down. And of course I forgot it. Fuck. Hopefully it'll come back to me again. In the meantime, don't forget you guys can call me 209-86-SPLIFF. That's 209-867-7543. You can email me thespliffpodcast at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Mass Roots. I haven't logged into that one for a while at thespliffpodcast.com or spliffpodcast.com. That's two F's, two T's, no D. And uh, yeah, you know what? I'm also on Patreon too. If you have found my podcast helpful and you are a person with some means that might be able to make a donation, um, well, that would be greatly appreciated. And you can do that at patreon.com and become a patron to my art. Or you could also PayPal me too if you don't want to deal with the whole Patreon thing, uh, the spliff podcast at gmail.com. So that would be much appreciated and would help go to renew the website for another year. So thanks. And uh, if you can't do that, but you really want to do something else to help me out, you can please rate and review in iTunes. It really helps the algorithms that are there refine their searches and lets people know that other people are listening to the podcast and finding them useful. And therefore, it's much more likely that iTunes will recommend the Spliff podcast to people who are searching for things like marijuana, weed, medical cannabis, things like that. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of really great other uh, podcasts out there, too. I know that I've mentioned a few of them, Marijuana Today being one of my favorites. And... uh well, sometimes it's hard to, to get above them and I, I'm doing different things. So this, if you rate and review, it really helps connect patients who are searching instead of just industry people who are searching because a lot of the podcasts out there right now are for industry people or they're podcasts who only maybe touch on medical cannabis here and there or they're the shitty kind who are like the experts speak and are completely against cannabis legalization and we really want to make sure that we get above them so if you can rate and review on iTunes, mucho appreciated. Thanks again to Stony Scott being the first, jumping out there with the five stars. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, I feel a lot better. So thanks for letting me ramble at you for a while. I'm going to continue to smoke some more weed. And I think I'm going to get that meditation in now, too. Um, I feel like I'm in a little bit better of a place to sit down and get started with it. And that will make a really big difference. Uh, thanks for spliffing it, guys. Ciao for now. Hopefully it'll... Yeah, I don't even give a fuck.